What's up, uh, everyone? Welcome to Yo That's Weird, episode seven. I think we're on, no. Are we on eight? I got to start over. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll fix it in post, but we're here with the wonderful, hilarious Pat George. Give it up, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm happy to have you here. We're going to give a nice go birds. Hell yeah. We start. Go birds. Go birds. We have to do it. We it's it's impossible to do it at the same time on Zoom. So I'll just do it. Just get that in post too. Also, I'll just go, <laughs> go birds. And then you go go birds. Your cat just jumped in to help. Oh yeah. That's uh that's <laughs> Chloe. This is I'm in the caddick right now. So this okay. is officially we're gonna get a probably a couple run-ins. I used to have a caddick. Uh that does that sounded really very really ominous how that sentence ended. <laughs> I used to have a caddick once. It had wood paneling. Oh really? Yes. Maybe this one was was it in Harrisburg? No, it's just in the other part of this house that I'm in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, just um, I just moved. It's not there's no temperature control in there. Mm. It's like the old vet. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, though this... these are 49ers colors, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, that's no. Go birds. Not... Go birds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go birds repeatedly. Hell yeah um so you we were talking um because the game is on in about 13 minutes here and number one nfc east uh eagles about to play Mm -hmm. um the 49ers we were talking about football and sports um superstitions and things yeah yeah do you have uh you have any of those yeah i was yeah i was kind of i i always respect because actually one of my favorite questions to ask somebody is what like what superstitions do you have especially performers any performer because that's really what like athletes are performers as well like when you're at that tier you know you have to do it at a uh, you already have to be better but you also have to look kind of cool too like (laughs) so like i think a lot of times uh i think like any kind of superstition so i love a secret handshake thing i like a you know, uh, not cleaning a thing or anything like that. <laughs> but I, 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 for sure with fans, like for me, my personal, I, I'm, I'm more of a hockey guy. I like the, the Tampa Bay lightning. I don't know if yep. you can tell. I um, can see that. I drop subtle hints every once in a while, <laughs> but I, uh, I, I was, uh, I realized recently during the playoffs, if the Tampa Bay lightning are playing and I'm not there with them. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's true. When I'm not there to be with them, like in in person, I physically. can't wear anything. Yeah, physically, I can't wear anything Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. If I wear anything game day during the playoffs, they will lose. Okay. That's that, guaranteed. I, I believe it. That happens to me with the Phillies. If I if I wear <laughs> the shirt and I'm not watching or there, yeah, lose every time. Yeah, I noticed. I, I listened to the one with uh, the episode with Andy, and you were you were talking about if you're not watching at the beginning of the game, like that's a for sure bet. So like when you said you were going to have it on in the background, I was like, okay, it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. That we're going to be starting a little bit later just because <laughs> I, I re- like that kind of stuff is I knock wood. You know what I mean? Like I, I usually kind of jokingly do my head, but like when I say stuff like, you know, you know, <laughs> knock wood or something like that, it's, it's, I don't know if I really believe them, but like it definitely started. I, re- I remember when I used to pray because I was like scared. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I would, I would do it like almost superstitiously. Like if I don't like, if I made a joke earlier in that day that I thought was like, oh yeah, there's no God or, you know, whatever, something <laughs> like, blasphemous or something. I would be like, you know, I was just joking. Right. Like at the end of the day, like, 
<laughs> uh, me, me and God kid around all the time. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> he we gets joke. it. <laughs> yeah. um, that's actually really funny because I was just reading this book about, um, I only just started it recently, The Psychology of Kundalini Yoga. Oh, wow. And it's all about these speeches and seminars that Young did uh, and Carl Young. Um, uh. And uh, he. Oh, uh, that Young. Okay, that got young. it. <laughs> the philosopher <laughs> um, I, I have a love-hate relationship with philosophy but I, I i apologize i didn't mean to interrupt that's okay um well that that's actually really really funny and synchronistic you said that i love synchronicity i love i like metaphysics and um the philosophies there because you can't i like the idea because you can't dispute anyone's metaphysical theories because they don't really exist yeah exactly <laughs> just made up there's no but, right or wrong. <laughs> but, um, this this philosophy was that um, the one sentence was like, all right, so uh, they say how many incarnations, some Buddhist was being quoted and um, ancient monk or whatever. And he said, how many incarnations would a man who loves God need? And it was seven. So that's oh. how many incarnations you would come here on earth if you love God. Because you're just okay. happy and you just love God and you're just thankful. But if you... Because uh, the other principle is obviously hate and fear. The opposite of love is hate and fear. Right. So they said, but a man who fears God only needs three incarnations here. Oh, really? <laughs> because you actually then cling to God so hard because you're afraid and because you fear his wrath or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like you said, you're like, oh, please, God. No, I was just kidding. JK, JK. <laughs> <laughs> but if you truly believe everything's always divinely guided and you love God and you love mm -hmm. the idea of whatever your God is, and then you. Damn, you got to work here. harder. <laughs> yeah, it takes more times here because you, you realize that's, uh, I guess, I don't know, I'm only seven pages into this part of the chapter. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. But uh, that's that's very funny because we do. We have our, um, I'm sure everybody has. Every sports fan that's really a fan probably has something that they do. Well, it got to a point where I, I love, I like, so this is the weirdest thing. I love reading philosophy, mm -hmm. but I can't read. <laughs> like, I like, like, I don't think. I... <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, like, I feel like that's kind of me in a nutshell in a little way. I started reading this book called uh, Free Will Explained, and I fucking love it. Like, mm -hmm. I loved it. But then I got to this chapter where I'm like, it kind of turned it kind of turned words into math. Mm. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck this means. And I got like <laughs> kind of frustrated. And then the only other thing was like, I usually would say book on tape or something like that. Audio book, yeah. But then I'm like, but I like, but I like reading. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I like to like, <laughs> it's like, I want to do it, but I'm just like, <laughs> and I get mad because every uh, emotion kind of filters through anger. So I, but I love the fact of like that, that like everything except for Schrodinger's cat, I think in philosophy is something that I can be like, like, I, I love talking and debating about, but like, I've never heard of, what was it again? I'm sorry. The seven reincarnations reincarnations well it, yeah it was just a theory that in that some buddhist monk had spoke of in relation to this paragraph or this chapter in the book because it started with the idea of love and hate in people and we're like yeah. you can't exist and only have love you have to at some point have this fear or hatred aspect of your personality as yeah. an individual that's what this this part of the beginning of the lectures are getting into and yeah so it was someone asked like you know if it's supposed to be yoga and it's supposed to be all love and god is all love, why why would there be this principle of hate or right. whatever and it was because um, and the guy said a man 
who loves God needs seven incarnations to come here on earth Mm -hmm. to like figure out their shit, I guess, basically. And then the one who hates God, who's clings to him much more fiercely because it's almost like a love hate relationship at that point. Mm -hmm. And that you need three incarnations. And what was, did did it, what was the hate again? Did they, was it like zero? Um, (laughs) no, no, that's three. That's three. Love was seven and hate was three. So wait, okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was I thought it was love, hate, and then fear. Well, hate and fear in the book is kind of like some people call it hate, but some people don't like that word. Oh. Especially <laughs> okay. when they're talking yeah. about these. It's like these are like lectures, lectures from the 1940s or something. Mm-hmm. So when people hear hate, they immediately assume the idea of where you hate someone. But hate I mean, is such oh. a strong word. So, yeah, so no. Yeah, fear is really what it is. It's like it's, you fear the unknown. Yeah, exactly. So they 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 had these two principles they were trying to explain, and they had these words for them like the klesa and the devesa or whatever. And it's like one is the love, and that needs no explanation. We all know that. But hate and fear, you know, because like the idea was, it got to a point where it went like you can only love mm-hmm. if you then are willing to accept the idea that you may come to a point in love where you hate or fear that person or that situation or that thing and like i guess that would be like you love your team so much okay you love your team you really love your team but then you fear they might lose yeah so that's something you have to face to like then have that balance in the in the oh so if you really love your team see that's the thing is like i think that's actually you know it, it that does line up with my fandom with like the lightning and stuff like that because I feel like I'm kind of first generation fan of theirs. Like they were only, they only started in like 92. Okay. So like I on my own found hockey and on my own just was like, all right, well, I'll root for the home team. I'm, I'm here. So like, that was kind of the thing. So, and we definitely had a lot of, a lot of deaths, a lot of like, the seven is seven. Why can't I fucking remember seven incarnations? Seven incarnations here. Okay. I'm right. God. Yeah. So I think there was, there was definitely when we first moved here, like there was the first time we made it to the finals. And that's when I discovered that wearing the game day stuff, like that was like, because I was like, Oh, my powers are different here. You know what I mean? It's so weird how I feel like I, I, I'm closer to the equator. Yeah. Like it's weird that I felt like I had more of a, a, more of a, a pull when I was there. You you know what I mean? Like, sure. I, I, I love, I love, I love practical discussions of philosophy like bringing it into like sports fandom or fandom of any kind or performances or anything because it's like it becomes uh i can't remember i, I always get the two mixed up sisyphus and theseus ship is theseus theseus is that right i don't even know if i don't know enough about that to really state an opinion there oh well well there was i, th- I think it was so one of them the rock of sisyphus is like uh, it's like work related is basically pushing the rock uphill kind of thing it's 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 a it's it's a thing that i started talking about that i can't remember very well like i said i couldn't even remember the name and i don't know why i brought it up <laughs> in the first place and i'm still on my second cup of coffee so i apologize <laughs> wait but is was, that good was, or bad <laughs> I, was, I was i was gonna try i was gonna try to relate it to what we were talking about with the sports like practical uh, relations to it but that was one of the books that i i i, I started to try to i was like i'll buy that one next but i still haven't gotten through this one so <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know on the next episode. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're doing hooked on phonics for you here. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> um, I really like that idea that you're like into such heady material, but yet you're just like, I'm illiterate though. So <laughs> I'm like, like hyper literate. Like, and <laughs> but do, it, it's like, I have the drive. Like, I have the. I to. Yeah, I want, I hate, I really don't love like a lot of TV. I only really watch like, like old, uh, like combat sports or, or like, it's like uh, of, or like clips and stuff like that, or uh, facts about things, like things I'm really interested in cats, like genuinely like caring for and actually coexisting with cats, not okay. like, not just owning them, like, but actually figuring out what like their body language means, what, how they sleep, what it means and stuff like that. Genuine interest, MMA, cats and fucking, and like real, like heady philosophy, all of which if it's not in YouTube form, I'm fucked. <laughs> I like the idea that you've read more about breed, like raising a cat than most men do when they actually have a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really like, that's, it's funny because that's the, it's the exact same thing of like, Oh, why, why exactly does that happen? I want to figure it out. I want to understand. <laughs> like, I want to, I want to like actually have a, a good relationship. Like you're, it's, they're, they're your buddy. They're your roommate. You know what I mean? Like, so same idea of that, of like, what to what to expect when you're expecting a cat except for the fact that most of the cats have, have been just found outside oh yeah <laughs> um no cat very few cats have ever been purchased from a yeah. store zero i think zero so far for me i haven't i haven't purchased uh, one <laughs> never never in my like family house growing up ever would we have ever purchased a cat didn't yeah. have to they just show up yeah no matter uh, here or Florida, like Florida or here in Pennsylvania, e either either way, I just kind of I have I kind of have a cat whisper tendency about me. <laughs> we have a um, pet cemetery in our backyard, an illegal one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, my grandma used to always bury pets, so there's so, so many dead dogs in our backyard. So weird, weird story. I work part time for a pet crematory. Okay. I, I uh, that's actually the that's the leading story I hear a lot of times is people because that's what that's what we did. But the funniest thing was when the house that we grew up in in Florida was same same thing of like we had a pet, you know. Oh, oh no, Figaro died. Oh, you know, <laughs> put him out back. You know, avoid the roots. You know what I mean, kind of thing. And then, but Florida, you can't dig too deep because there's just water after yeah. a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> True. So you gotta you gotta time it right. And um, so uh, we had, we did that, and we owned the house at the time, you know, until we didn't, and then we had to leave the house. So now there's just a house that somebody owns now that has a bunch of our dead pets in the back, and that's why I'm like. <laughs> You know, that's why I suggest pet cremation. <laughs> Take your family with you. We'll, we'll bring up a little graphic on the top yeah. above you. Um, we... I wish I had it on my cup right here. I look. I, we, I told them, <laughs> you got to get logos or something. Just get your branding before you log on next time. I uh, yeah. So we've always had random people's live pets appear here on like holidays mm -hmm. or something. Like people's lost pets will just show up. Um, our current cat, one of our cats that we have here, our black cat, it just appeared on like Christmas Eve. One time we came home, me and my sister came home from my mom's house. This cat was just sitting on the front doorstep, like checking its watch. Like, when were you guys going to fucking <laughs> yeah. come home? I'm like, anyway, what? yeah. Okay, scraggly mean black cat. <laughs> 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 was it, so was this, uh, is this of the era, like when, how, I don't know how long ago was this. Did, uh, would, it, would it have a chip or something? 
Uh, she didn't. She did oh, not. Wow. She had a collar on, which we were like, well, this is someone's cat. But she was so skinny and like just scraggly and mean and like <laughs> basically feral. We have like a really shitty couple of apartment complexes right around our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. One like backs right up to where my house is. But yeah. that's funny because she's about 10 almost now because she was like a year and a half when she came here. Holy shit. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and uh, I, all the time I go in and I'm like, Queen, where the fuck did you come from? We'll yeah. never know. Will we? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> did you do uh, someone like die in their apartment? You just wandered out. Our most recent, the most recent cat that we got, uh, we have right now we have uh, we had Lord Stanley and Chloe. Okay. And then there is uh, Carmela, right? <clears throat> so, uh, so doing the pet cremation, there's a couple of vets offices that I, I we work with, and uh, I was I one of the ones that I work with. I also follow. They're like really so they're really active on social media and stuff like that. So like I follow them and stuff. And they posted a picture of this cat just sitting there that said they said just uh, one of the patients I was walking in. They said, oh, you know, oh your cat got out of the carrier, and they said that's not my cat. And I just walked in with them from the parking lot. It was just hanging out in the parking lot. <laughs> just knew. And it was just, yeah, it was, it, and they're in like, they're in kind of BFE area, like right next to the road, but like, like also next to cornfields, there's really not a lot around there. And it's just little kitten. And uh, they're like, Hey, if any, no chip, this it's not spayed. looks like it might be about seven months. Maybe I don't, we don't know. Yeah. Or seven weeks or whatever. And it was like, uh, or I don't know however old, but, and and so when I walked in there, that was like a Monday. When I went in there on a Thursday, they were like, "Are you here to adopt the kitten?" And I was like, "No." And I held her, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was the one." That's like, but she, we, I, there's nobody, like nobody ever claimed. Like in those four days, nobody claimed her. Nobody called and said, "Hey, my cat got out when I was leaving." Like it's not a patient. It wasn't yeah. shipped or anything. Just kind of showed up next to the Burger King. That, that's so funny because our vet that's local near my house used to be a Wendy's building and they oh. turned it into a vet's office. Maybe it's just a fast food thing. Maybe there's like a they connection just, there. <laughs> where they were all fast food workers. That's what you reincarnate as a cat when you're yeah, a fast that's the, food worker like and then you die. <laughs> that's what happens when you love God. You turn into a cat. But honestly, this cat is living good. Let me like These, these cats I, are fucking spoiled. I'm sure you read those uh, books. And I did it say in those books that the uh, I always bring this up to people that cats actually bond to humans the way infants do. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. yeah. No, they do. It's like proven. And I get it. I feel like my grandma has a little cat. She just like holds it and it just like lets her. Yeah. And um, I had a cat where uh, I used to I got it probably way too young. Like it was too like he, his name was Zeke and he was like really tiny. But I think he was probably the people were trash that had him. Like I actually I felt like I was like, I'm taking this cat. I'm yeah. Not, I'm gonna take care of it. But I had to like bottle feed them at first and kind of like do all that stuff. Like, so that's that was like th- that was when I started to like go like, oh, I should actually give a shit. Like, it, before <laughs> that, it was like put out a fucking miracle whip, you know, container with dry food and just uh, whatever <laughs> just neighborhood. It cats yeah, eat it. it'll figure it out. Yeah, we got it. But then we're like <laughs> having to take care of this cat. So but he ended up being like where he would ride around in the car with me. I, I would put him in my hoodie and he would just put it go into the pocket. I actually got kicked out of a Taco Bell with him. He was uh, a <laughs> like, sphenum tortilla. He was just my sir, little rider. No gatos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, uh, they, the, the girl at the counter, she thought it was like, she's like, oh, that's cute. Like, but she didn't react to me having a cat in a Taco Bell. So I was like, I guess it's cool. <laughs> so we'll eat here. And um, 
And then by the end of the meal, the guy was like, hey, he's like, do you have anything? He's like, sir, sir, what do you have in your hoodie? I was like, nothing. <laughs> and I was just kind of like walking around. But I was like, I, 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 it was kind of, it was more of a, like, you can't fire me. I quit because we were done with our meal. <laughs> so I was just like, all right. Yeah. You kicked us out. All right. Yeah. See you later, dude. That's funny. My friend has little like Pomeranians that she carries around in her purse sometimes. And we mm -hmm. went to like a vegan ice cream store in Brooklyn and she did the same thing. She had it like on the counter in her bag. And the little girl who's like looked 15 or something was like, oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> and then a second later, the same girl turned around. I don't know why, because I think my friend started being like other people were paying attention, like, oh, you want a pet her or whatever? And then like the girl was just suddenly like, ma'am, you can't have a dog in here. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Like, like at that point, if they can, if they can not, if their feet never touch the floor and, and it's in its little in case. Cart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> over it. Actually, I think this is a really good time to bring up your new story I found for you. I had no idea what to bring up because you just said something about your story that we're going to talk about in a little bit after the break is something happening in a in a room mm. whatever twice two different things i don't yeah. know much and i sometimes i try to relate the story that i find to people's stories but this topic that we're actually on is hilarious and we're going to do a little share screen action here of you may have heard this story it was around it's not new woman reportedly breastfed cat on delta airlines flight <laughs> i actually have heard about this yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for the viewers the flight attendant reported that a hairless cat was screaming for its life um i watched this video earlier it's actually just a brawl that's not the video of a cat breastfeeding i was hoping mm. that there would be footage of this lady with her titty out yeah breastfeeding the cat Syracuse uh, to Atlanta that makes Syracuse sense. to Atlanta right you like you like as soon as you heard it you're like I get it as soon as I read that a flight attendant sent a message through the aircraft communications addressing system on the jet to alert the crew on the ground that a person sitting in seat 13a is breastfeeding a cat <laughs> and will not put the cat back in its carrier <laughs> <laughs> uh this red coat team a special group of customer service experts uh, it's like crazy okay. that they have to have how like... do you how do you handle this situation like really like a breastfeeding is a hot topic you know like in general people, you know yeah, what i mean sure. like that's in general yeah that's a that's a big deal but then also like animals you know what i mean you can't say that there's anybody's alert is this the cat here this is it's, this is just a hairless oh, cat okay. <laughs> it's one you of got those. no comment from the cat <laughs> it's, a, it's one of the skin cats she was like look it's a skin cat i can have it <laughs> yeah it's okay it's fine. Uh... my baby <laughs> Yeah, the flight attendant on social media said she had one of those hairless cats swaddled up in a blanket so it looked like a baby. Her shirt was up, and she was trying to get the cat to latch. Oh, <laughs> and she wouldn't be just imagine, just like, come this on. <laughs> it's <okay>. oh. <laughs> there, even Even a, like, there is no age a cat's teeth feel okay on a nipple, I would assume. I, no. I would assume. And, and, and I know this because that little one that I was just explaining that we found in the middle of nowhere and saved its life and gave it so many wonderful things and opportunities here. Uh, anytime I'm sleeping with my shirt off or anytime I have my shirt off, she'll crawl on my chest and almost like almost a purple, like a purple nurple style move, like just kind of flick my nipple with her claw and just kind of like, not, not try to, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a weird thing where like she's bullies me, so I so I guarantee that there's no cat in the world that you want to latch onto your nipple. This lady's crazy. She's obviously oh no, that's an emotional support cat. I get it. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like, that's taken. And then like the fact like can you imagine like your Delta, 
and you have to have like a special customer service team to then not have some lady, especially if she was like in first class or something. I don't know what this red coat service is. Yeah, I don't know what red coat means. Is that like their nerd squad or something or geek squad or something? I mean, that's what we isn't that the British? I don't know. Um, oh, red coats. They send in the red coats. <laughs> it's like, but like the the world is so weird now. Because somebody was talking about it uh, last night. I think it was the headliner at Punchline. And my friend has a story about this, too, about uh, kids that are, like, trans cat. I don't want to say the wrong term. Did you I, Have yeah, you heard? I gotcha. Okay. Uh, they, like, like, and my friend at his school. Kind of like the new, the, the movie version of uh, the first draft of the cat movie version of Cats. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, they dress up with the ears and then. Yeah. Yeah, while they they're in school stuff. and no. then my my friend at his school in brooklyn or no harlem they have a special litter box room no fucking way yeah i mean i mean with all due respect <laughs> no fucking way no no I, I, with I no to, due I would, you gotta give those qualifiers you know what i mean like hey with all due respect i respect your decision i as a person but what the fuck <laughs> with, with no due respect no i don't that's where we're that's so like some of the teachers at his school always complain about it now and he's like just laughs because he's like who cares let them go in there but it's uh they had to have this special arrangements made for these children who believe they are cat feline so so uh, like what else what other like what other quality do they get to lay in the sun like I, I mean, class? do they get I'll to sleep to, on I'll, the books i'm gonna have him on here someday he's not a comedian he's just an old friend very funny uh and i i'm sure that they do probably get like That's nap time or cool. get to sit wherever they want up on stuff if they feel the need to move around they probably can't get you know teachers can't tell kids no to almost anything yeah. as it is so if they have special permission because so, it's their identity because they're furries basically so this would mean <laughs> that they would also offer a kitten daycare system so i could bring my cat to school i <laughs> Went to school I mean, in the we're wrong not going to talk about the epidemic of teenage kitten pregnancies okay? yeah. right now. Like they're just I mean, they're just leaving them next to Burger Kings outside. Of, you know what I mean? That's it's not all, fair. All I got to say is these if there's any boys involved in the trend, they better be getting like hooks added to their penis surgically. Stay okay. new to your children. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, so then that does that mean is this is this a, a slippery slope towards chemical castration? Sonia, what do you say? <laughs> chemical castration wait no what is what do they mean, i guess they don't do that to cats what are they just regular uh, uh neutering regular regular neutering neutering uh but i still don't know exactly what they do to the female cats when they uh spay them but I, and i also don't know why they use a different word i'm i've somebody told me like a long time ago of why they say spay i forget now um i don't exactly know what they do to dogs whether like or cats, what? Because I'm not really up to date on my uh, anatomy of female pet uh, exactly ovaries. <laughs> they weren't. They were. You went to a very non-progressive school, and they didn't yeah. have the same uh, amenities that they do nowadays. It you know, the they're 90s. not educating kids. <laughs> they're not. Um, yeah, my friend has a daughter that dresses up like a dinosaur. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to see about the egg laying room next. <laughs> do they offer? Do they offer the cat's lunch as well? Either a saucer of milk or maybe a fish bone. I really, I gotta get my friend on here on the, to really tell me about it in person, like to because he's there experiencing it, and it's obviously not 
the only school that's making accommodations because this headliner, a punchline last night that Lamar opened for uh, Chris Porter. Mm-hmm. He opened up with a whole thing about how there's two kids at his kid's school that are trans. I'm going to say trans feline again. I think, I think you're I right. I think, wanna... I think that's safe. That's safe. enough. Yeah. That's the safest, but like, you know, I don't want to steal his joke, but it's like, yeah, that's not science. <laughs> not how science goes and we're very okay. scientific here um all right pat we're gonna take a break real quick and we're gonna come right back i will uh see you very soon okay heck yeah all right and we're back from the break with yo that's weird me sonia z i don't even know if i said my name at the beginning of the episode but whatever we're mixing it up here yeah, we kind of uh, we kind of jumped in with both feet there. We just start we started with philosophy and ended with like cats and shit like that. Cat breastfeeding, cat titty cat breastfeeding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, yeah. Um, so you know, perfect time for a sponsor to jump in there. Any uh mm-hmm. cat breastfeeding pad bra manufacturers that want to get on? Yeah, anything you know? or what is that? What do they call the little blanket that you can kind of like hang the uh modesty okay. thing or something like I that? Modesty, or? yeah, sure. That sounds right. I don't know what they call it, but you That's... know what? I say you who will I be modest? Pull that titty that up might, and get that cat on that tit. It might be right. <laughs> Unfortunately, you have to like cover your titty up when yeah. you're breastfeeding your cat or yep. some man that's not uh, me- mentally well might just all, jump over and start suckling your other titty. You all of those know. hateful politicians just don't trust uh, Americans to with to see a tit and a cat in the same, you know, uh, general area <laughs> on a plane. It's, it's this intimate. We're all friends here. Exactly. <laughs> 350 of us. We know each other. 350 yeah there's probably 350 people i i you know see now this is how my brain works this is the problem this is this is the issue i think why you maybe can't remember if you said your name at the beginning or not <laughs> or, <laughs> i don't think because, i did because i kind of feel like i have this like a uh, this uh stupid uh, uh storm that comes in and it just kind of takes over a lot of times so i apologize that might have been my fault so oh that's it's not a, don't call yourself stupid it's a um neural disorder probably one of the many uh, I will say genuinely, I, I always try to listen when when somebody asks me to be on a podcast, I try to listen to at least the most recent episode or another episode to get a feel of the episode. And and it just so happens that you had a buddy of mine, Andy, on the most recent episode. But you also I feel like I was and I don't need and I don't mean this to sound uh, like a in a shitty way, but like I was very pleasantly surprised with how knowledgeable you are with like learning disabilities and other and other things like that because you were like you were diagnosing like a motherfucker through the whole thing <laughs> and it was, and so i was like so when you asked me that story thing i was like i was like oh the first story that came to mind was i was like oh i got i got one i think that just it stuck out for some reason yeah and then listening to that episode i was like i can't wait because it was a, a super considerate like responses and like i feel like you had really insightful uh it's a, it was a great episode Oh, if, thank you. Stop listening to this one. Go listen to that one if you haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're all, I go back and like, sometimes when I'm recording, I don't think about how it's going. I'm just talking to whoever's here and then I'll be scared to watch it. Like, I don't trust my own self because I don't have a huge ego self mm-hmm. uh, that, or I managed yeah. it, I guess, like where a lot of people let it go insane. I'm more like insecure and anxious. So I'll just yeah. be like, oh, this is going to suck. This is terrible. And then I listen to it and I'm like, Oh, there's actually funny parts I can clip out of here and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, that's funny the way you described it too, of like, I like, I thought of it last night because I was like, oh, we're going to record tomorrow. I kind of like to make these like mini therapy sessions meet like me giving you like a 
and honest insight of how I yeah. feel about because I do know a lot. I've studied psychology as a minor. Anytime I went to college, no matter what my major was, like accounting, okay, I still minor in psychology. It has nothing to do with it. But we have every kind of uh, disorder in my family. <laughs> nice. I think we do too, but definitely undiagnosed. Totally. A lot, a lot of heavy undiagnosed with the neural disorders. And that's the thing is like everybody now is allowed to, let's say it's like, let's compare it to queer shaming where like mm. you couldn't be gay even in like our generation. A lot of guys could not come out as like bi when they were young that you could right. now. So it's more accepted and um, there's still hatred and intolerance, whatever. That's going to yeah. take a long time to cure out of everyone. But, but there's like, also litter boxes in schools. You know there's what I mean? Litter boxes. So yeah, so the, everybody <laughs> in, in the next generation down got to have that freedom to just be gay as hell. Whereas yeah, yeah. I even was like bullied and called names and I wasn't even sure I was really any, what I was yet. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what? And uh, so now it's, I noticed the new thing is we were also 80s kids I have a theory. I think I talk about it on the one with Drew Montana. Um, uh, where everyone from the '80s forward was geared with like TV. I think this is one of my made-up conspiracy theories. Okay, get ready. It's I love weird. it. I'm on board. That commercialist commercials, commercialism, making everything so fast. I see my internet getting ready to kick out if it does, or it's because I'm talking with my hands and I control energy with my hands, so it shakes the <laughs> screen sometimes. I'll yeah. help you. I'll yeah, help you, uh, you bear the load. <laughs> um. Uh, commercials like how everything's so fast TikTok is like seven seconds they tell you and like some of the algorithm like form like the accounts I'll see of how to grow your account it's like make don't make it longer than seven seconds mm. it's like boom 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 pop your food in the microwave everything's fast everywhere we go is fast other countries aren't like America where they're more like relaxed like uh, my sister took a semester in Temple Rome and they just don't open restaurants until 4 30 p.m if they nice. feel like it whatever they don't I like that yeah yeah it's like but you can't all you can get is cafe stuff mm. you can't get and pizza because that's street vendors in the cities but like outside so but it's it's nice but it's like the opposite here you can get yeah. any food you want any time of day here technically yeah we get i think we get controlled by convenience a lot of times a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the negative in my opinion a lot of the negative habits i've built has been built out of convenience like even when i like liked uh smoking it was oh, i liked breaks okay yeah i like taking breaks a lot you know what i mean sure. uh when i got into the car i liked the yeah you know I, it is somewhat the feeling the first cigarette of the day was always like yeah fuck yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. but anyone after that was just it's just habit it wasn't the first one was the only one i really ever enjoyed the rest of them were just shitty habitual like uh garbage that i'm doing to my body but a lot of it would come down to even like fast food. It's not, I don't love the taste of something all the time. Mm. Like, it's not like I, I would, I don't, I like to eat McDonald's. Yeah. But I, if I'm eating it every day, it's turning into a shitty habit and I'm not even enjoying it anymore. It's not even a thing like that. So I feel like a lot of those, like those bad habits were always built like in that repetitive, like it was a repetitive thing. And it would be, I, I, I it's essentially like, it, it's like, it was always, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> Who hit their weed pen on the break here? Not me. I promise. It was before. It was me. <laughs> Maybe it's just hitting me now. It's okay. I'm in charge. Um, you, um, you, you were, I felt like you were going towards changing that pattern of thought as a way of 
making it not to take over your no, no. idea for you, but like kind of because we were talking about, all right, so kids, next generation under us, the two generations yeah. under us that exist right now um, are like, they were allowed to be openly queer, any kind of identifying, identify as a cat if you want. Okay, fine. Great. I don't care. It's perfect. It's wonderful. Right. But then also they're allowed to now be uh, diagnosed at everyone's I'm autistic. I'm a, all, all DHD, uh, which I think that's me. All you, a U D H D there's difference. There's, there's all kinds of combinations. Cause it's not just, you're never just one thing unless like you're a really one note personality. Mm. Then maybe you have one mental disorder. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. you can, you can, once you identify them, you can do what you did with cigarettes which is yeah. go, okay, my stimming when I'm in public, if I notice it, I'm either going to get embarrassed and stop doing it and control it, or I'm just going to do it and not care Yeah, and whatever. Or yours um, was like, what did you say earlier about your cloud thinking? Yeah. It's like a cloud. <laughs> Essentially. Well, I think what, I think <laughs> the point that I was trying to, the point that I, the connection I was making was like you, the, the media and the things that we are uh, in ha like our, are influencing like our behaviors and stuff and our, like that. Yeah. I feel like it's the same idea. Like I kind of, uh, I'm able to break the social, like the social media habits and stuff like that. But like my personal habits or stuff like that, I, I also feel like are, it's not just like, it's not like advertising. It's not anything else. It's strictly just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I get stuck in those loops or anything like that, but I, I don't, I don't know. I think, I feel like it is a generational thing because for some reason there there's like when i hear people like me talk about it, it's like we have the same issues like like uh uh emotional spending you yeah, know i'm telling you it's, it, it was bred into us yeah it, like in a way <laughs> i'm on board with your theory i think it's essentially what i was getting around to was like yes okay I'm on you board. agree <laughs> yeah yeah so like yeah i don't want to like waste too much time on that because that's that'll i'll go on for hours but like so um you all right you you want to do your uh weird story well, yeah, you yeah, mentioned absolutely. mcdonald's so i wasn't sure where you were going with you said mcdonald's and i was gonna go all right perfect time to talk about food but then you went back to <laughs> i like right, your yeah. i like your zigzags <laughs> uh, is it, what, yeah that's all this is up here until i get, get uh, properly yeah. medicated let's let's get into this story because sometimes i can go on on people's stories for too long so so know. okay yeah so the house that i mentioned earlier about uh the one that we had all, all the buried pets behind was the this is tampa this isn't oh St. Pete or, technically St. Petersburg, Florida. Florida. Technically, I don't know. For some reason, we were really, really sensitive about that. We're not anytime we're at a concert <laughs> in downtown St. Pete. If they said Tampa, hello garbage. Tampa, we're like we're that's fucking forty five minutes from here, loser. Yeah, it's Tampa's. It's the way um, I live in Lower Bucks County. That's where I grew mm. up, and that's like the side where the trash dump is and <laughs> chemical factory and okay we're just gonna stop there and then the other side is upper bucks county it's very nice beautiful farmland yeah. and uh rich ass territory yeah. uh, tampa has beaches and and wonderful like oh, and a skate park. Of, yeah theme parks exactly and well, no, I, I said it, skate park but oh oh yeah tampa skate park as well yeah, yeah great place to see shows uh yeah. but uh, anytime, like, it, so we, it was the house I grew up on was at a, on a dead end street across the street from a factory, like the other side of the street where other houses would be is, was just a factory making like pool supplies or something like that. Okay. So, but the, I grew up in this room, uh, with my, uh, two brothers, my two older brothers, I was the youngest and 
and the story that I thought of that for some reason stuck out to me, which is I got really excited knowing that, oh, maybe you know how to diagnose mental shit. Uh, (laughs) it was let's go (laughs) uh, one night uh out of nowhere in the middle of the night everybody was asleep the house was completely quiet i wake up from a dead sleep and i and it's like i'm i can hear what now i've deciphered as but i didn't know at the time sounded like an emergency room like an emergency room like operating room because it sounded like a bunch of people rushing around a lot of panic um like fear like pain, a lot of like screams and like weird things that I'm hearing. Right. But like when I go to cover my head, like I'm looking around and nobody's reacting and I'm not asleep. This is very clear. I am not, I am awake. I woke up to this. This is not a dream. Yeah. So I woke up and it was also always really hot in my room. uh, As a kid, we only had one wall unit for a long time and it was in the living room. So we would shut all the doors, turn on the, the wall unit and True. try to cool the whole house. Screw trash because we also did that in yeah, a very that was small like house. <laughs> 100%. So a lot of times I would wake up in the middle of the night hot and I would sleep on the floor because it would cold, It was cold on the floor. Sure. Yeah. Like or a dog. In the, yeah, like a dog. <laughs> or, or in the, do- or the doorway of the room because it was uh, it kind of met the hallway or the living room, right? So... Um, but the, I'm waking, I'm up and I'm like looking around and I, and I can, I cover my head, my ears and I can, I can still hear it just as loud as I, I, it's in my head. Yeah. So I'm like hearing all this panic and scream, and I'm like, and it's going on for way too long. Like okay. I'm panicking because I, 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 it feels like probably five minutes, but okay. it's maybe like, maybe honestly, maybe like a two or two, two. or three. I was thinking two, but like, that's enough to where your yeah. life's. Where it's like, I can't get this to stop. <laughs> I can't. I was it trying was to happening. just go back to sleep. I was like, yeah. what's going on? I can't see anything. Nothing. Like everything's normal. I'm in my house. I'm looking at my brothers sleeping. Like, I don't know why I didn't try to wake anybody up. Sure. But eventually I just literally curled up on the, uh, on the ground and just kind of like, it just stopped and I must've fallen back to sleep. Okay. That was it. So okay. I don't, I never talked about it. So how <laughs> never, old? How old again? Like maybe six. Okay. You know, like young, six or seven, pretty right. between five and seven. Let's just say. All right. Okay. So years later, I am now a teenager. In this time, I'm still living in the same house, but I'm in the back room. We built a room on the back porch. We turned the back porch into a room. More white trash. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> we, we, we closed in the screened in. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm living back there. And my grandma had moved into that room that I used to live in. They remodeled it and stuff like that. And in the meantime, passed away there. So this is years and years later, we're kind of just using it for storage. We didn't really take a lot of her stuff out of there, but we put more stuff into the room. Um, We had hung up these like wind chimes in the room that she had hanging outside of her house to kind of make it feel more like home for her when she was living there. And, um, but they just kind of, they just, you know, obviously there's no wind in the room. We didn't, there's, it's not over any vents. It's not over the, you know, like the only time we heard any sound was when somebody bumped into them. Okay. It's the middle of the night, probably like two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. And I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching Skinamax and I have the volume like almost off completely because I can't let anybody hear it. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. And we only have the cable in the one room. Sure. So my mom and stepdad are asleep in this room. That door's shut. All the cats and the dog are in there with them. Um, Nobody else is home. It's just me that lives at home other than them. And... I hear the wind chimes, like somebody's just batting them like that. I don't like that. I don't like and, that. 
this goes on for about, <laughs> probably feels like 10 minutes. Maybe it was actually closer to like five. Okay. And I'm frozen. Yeah. I have <laughs> subsequently turned off the Skinamax to turn it back to, you know, my preview channel, my last channel, just in case somebody's coming, I have a good last channel that I'm like, I'm just watching Comedy Central. It's fine. You know, I switch back to that and I'm like just sitting there, not looking into that room, but I'm just like listening to it and it goes on forever and ever. And I just run past that room, same exact room that that weird dream had in. And I told my mom the next day and she goes, I thought she was going to call me crazy. I never told her about the dream, but I did tell her about the wind chimes. And all she said was, why didn't you wake me up? You should have woke me up because it's her mom. <laughs> Yeah, she thought it was her mom that was like, it was, I will tell you that much. Okay. So I don't know if there's a portal there. If it's... you actually took that thought right out of my head. Sorry, is, go ahead. Uh, no, that's fine. There's you. I was going to joke. I was going to make a joke, but like, serious. <laughs> you know, all joking is slightly serious. How that's your, that room was obviously a portal to hell. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, or is it's, it's, it's in where energies tend to collect maybe I think is what we would call what is a portal where yeah. there's leftover energies from when someone passes and it, it doesn't have anywhere to go. It can attach to things that have an emotional connection to the person or especially if the people around, I think, have an emotional connection and think they hung it there. They, you left the thing there. Mm -hmm. And because we my sisters have a story about I, I live in a this is the same house when my sisters were here on younger ages and, and one of our cousins and it's a whole story. I, I don't want to do the whole thing right now because we don't have the time for it. And it's not my story to tell, but like they only, they unleashed a the dead lady's spirit in here. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ouija boards were involved. Oh no. Did thing, they say goodbye at the end? They're supposed to say goodbye at the end. The thing was they couldn't because a wind came in and knocked them all over. That's and terrible. blew the candles out and stuff. So they Ugh. like all their hands went off the board. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I don't so, like that ending. Yeah. So it was a thing I've dealt with here over time that I actually did on Meg Getz's podcast, uh, The Real Chills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I talked about a Gettysburg yeah. experience I had. There. I've always wanted to go to Gettysburg. <laughs> I actually have never been. And I've been talking about that for years. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. But yeah. I, it's, I think that's, I think that's, it's weird because like I know the, like that feeling of like once you, I didn't connect it. I didn't connect those two things until you asked me to think of a weird story. And the first, when you said weird, I just <laughs> thought of, like, that was, that is still to this day. I have no idea. I have no way to explain either one of those things. The uh, first one is obviously some people, scientists, scientific answer might be like auditory hallucination is what it's called. Okay. Okay. But science doesn't just looks at the technical aspect of things of where your brain could create a sound to you. Okay, that no one else would hear. Obviously, everyone would have woken up if they heard everybody screaming. Yeah, it, it was my shock. Whatever, really, it was my that it. was my panic. Was like looking yeah. at them, going like, "Why aren't you like this?" Is you heard this so crazy. loud? Yeah. You heard this, so it could be like explained as potentially a delay in an auditory processing in between waking up, I guess, and being asleep. Somebody might try to go that way. Now, oh. I might also say at the same time the way I've read. Young's books on synchronicity and synchronistic events. He had a dream where he, uh, his patient that he was treating, like killed himself or died. I don't remember the mm -hmm. exact detail, but then like he woke up the next day, got a phone call, like, oh, so and so shot themselves, your patient last night. Oh, yeah. Those, those stories so, always kind of freak me out. Those well, are always like, so think about your dream or you're yeah. waking up and having this auditory hallucination thing. 
And I immediately, while you were telling it, I kind of went, oh, he could have been experiencing a, a connection to maybe someone in your soul family that's in a different part of the world, okay? Mm -hmm. And they were at some kind of event where there were the police sirens, screams, all this stuff, whatever you were like kind of describing. That's what it was, right? Like sirens yeah, and screams. It sounded, yeah, it was It was hard to, like like I said, it was it was some kind of panicked, like yeah. tree, like was it triage? It was like like that like, er er triage ER. yeah it's yeah, like yeah, something yeah. Okay. like that like it all felt right. like people were frantically working on so, something that was in pain all right so like all right so think about that all right so think about that kind of happening somewhere in the world that mm -hmm. could be anywhere then that could be right yeah. here that doesn't have to be another country whatever that could be someone even if you had someone that's a nurse in your family that's working that you're picking up their brain energy while, while you were asleep because we're all enmeshed in the same one one consciousness at all times asleep awake whatever mm -hmm. And you could have been picking up someone you're connected to's energy from somewhere real in the world and woken up to it the, because like I real time, like, cause it was in the middle of the like, night. It could exactly. have been someone in another part of the world, like because real time that could be happening. Two times I've had dreams about plane crashes and then woke up and saw a story about like Malaysia. And then there was one in like Indonesia or whatever. Get the Obviously, fuck out of here. Yeah, no. And I went, oh, well, that just makes sense for me because I've always been weird and special and had prophetic dreams, which they're saying is I like TikTok now. I keep seeing this thing where it's like they're saying you're not you don't have a glimpse into the future. You're just good at recognizing patterns because yeah. you're autistic yeah, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and it's like that. I get that in people, the way people act like, oh, I could see this happening. But like that kind of thing, you can't say that I went to sleep and knew about it's like the most useless. Around. It's like the most useless, like superpower. It's like, it's, like, it really is. It's like, oh yeah, my knee hurts. So something terrible is going to happen today. Look out. Like no. I know something's bad because it's like, that's it. Like that's, that's as close as like anytime I have, <laughs> I trust my gut a lot of times, but like uh, most of the time it's like, it, it's a, it's hindsight in a lot of cases. It's one of those things where, like I said, these two different things that I, that happened, like I've always, not always, I always kind of believed, like, obviously I definitely believe in some kind of weird parallel universe theory kind of ghost i don't know i have no idea exactly what yeah, it is sure but i believe in something weird because of my personal experiences mm -hmm. and that's why i don't feel weird talking about this shit because a lot of times people when they say like when you say if i'm sure there's people that you've told that my my <laughs> my family released a, a, a old <laughs> ghost in my room that were like what the fuck you i'm like oh my god that sounds terrible did what did you do about it you know what i mean yeah. like i am here to support anything you're willing to talk about because my mind is open to that shit cryptids aliens any of that stuff <laughs> because i've experienced weird unexplainable bullshit that has been like yeah people a lot of times like when you say that could be an auditory hallucination that's that's a but what the fuck is an auditory hallucination <laughs> exactly. you know what i'm saying like exactly and the... <laughs> you just you just put a name on it and you feel comfortable with it now fuck you i don't i like fish breathe water that's still weird to me isn't that yeah. weird to you <laughs> Well, yes, I know. sea creatures in general are this whole other. Why can't we just admit they're just aliens that live in the ocean that came here that probably someone they got fell out already. of the sky one day. They <laughs> rained from some weird space storm 10 million years ago. I don't know. Whenever it, you talked about <laughs> you talked about a uh, um, uh, sleep paralysis with Andy. Yeah. And like this is almost like reverse sleep paralysis. Instead of seeing the fucked up shit, I'm hearing the fucked up shit. Or it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not reverse. It's like, well, okay. I'll, I'll give you one. That's like a, a visual one that I have now as an adult, after I dreamed that I almost broke through the matrix 
right before Shit. the new Matrix movie came out and I didn't know anything about it. And me and Seamus <laughs> both had Matrix where we almost broke through the Matrix dreams in the same month. Were you guys, in, were you in the same, were you each in each other's dream? Like, no, but close? we just talked about it later. Okay. We just talked, both had the same, like, oh, I, um, I kind of saw like the tank. Okay. okay yeah. To be for, like, to make it compare it to the movie. You know what so, I mean? Like the energy of like where my body's controlling this reality remotely from somewhere else. And all of our bodies are actual, like what we think is physical here is physical there. Right. Like if you die here, you die there kind of thing. You know what okay. I mean? So, like, so you felt like you got to, so that's almost like, that's essentially lucid dreaming, right? No, lucid dreaming is when you can just control your, your dreams that you see of no matter what's happening. But isn't it? Isn't there something where? No, I guess that's that's a different dream thing. I I'm, I'm right. taking us off the course. Sorry, yeah, yeah. But so you anyway, so, so ever since then, uh -huh. my thing that I have where I wake up and I'm still because I used to always see little uh, demons in the room or little like dark energies, and I would just wake up and tell my one ex because he would always tell me the next morning he'd be like, "You were talking in your sleep again," and you were like, "Yeah, there's a little guy over in the corner. He's all black, but don't worry, he won't hurt you if you just stay still in bed." And then I'm right back to like, sleep like, like that's, that's what you would say that's what you would wake up and say yeah like full sentences and i remember awesome. doing it i because i'm awake i'm not asleep so here's the thing is i'm conscious okay yeah i'm for and now so this has been happening to me since been since last april or whatever it was i don't know when that oh, was this is like re this is like happening now i thought this was like this that happened. was that happened but this new one actually is okay. where i wake up and i'm awake for eight seconds let's say okay uh -huh. to where i'm like mm, okay i'm in my bed i'm home i know what gear it is kind of like energy yeah, yeah. in my head and i will have already seen from the dream or see after i wake up like last night i actually had it happen where i wake up and i see some sort of robotic insect come out of the wall okay and yeah. kind of like come towards me in different ways and one time it was like on my toe doing something and i kind of uh -huh. like tried to kick it off and it wouldn't get off and then i would like watched it leave and like it lands on you you can feel it but you can't swipe it away i can't i was it well it was like i couldn't i was having a little bit of like just like energetic paralysis where i was like so scared because i was awake <laughs> that like I couldn't lean forward and like do anything. I was just watching it because it's interesting to me because it's not the first time it happened. It's all these different robotic insects that come and just will be in my room. I'm like float, like, uh, like, 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 uh, go like this through the ceiling instead of like disappearing when it comes. Oh yeah, to yeah, yeah. Like how, like almost like in a like a video game when like two players kind of like just meld between each other or something. Exactly, like that. exactly. Yeah. Just Homer like Simpson. A, uh, reverse going into the bush exactly Got so it. um damn and and it just like it startles me to the point because i don't usually get startled by much because i've done lucid dreaming for a long time and i know when i'm dreaming and i know when i'm awake so and, so that's the thing is like that's it's the fact that you know that you're in you're in rea you're in the reality i'm in reality realm. i'm awake <laughs> i'm awake for a few seconds to where usually i am a light sleeper and a sound a sound or something wakes me up i'm like up and I'm yeah. Like, Damn it. I'm awake. I got to go get up and get a drink now or whatever. So uh, the thing with me is that gets kind of weird where I'm like, uh, I don't know, I'm fully conscious and it, it makes me stop and pause for a second because I don't know exactly what to do. That's one of the few times. So I'm. You, you talked of... you, you talked about with Andy, you talked about like you asked him if he remembers his dreams. 
Mm-hmm. That that is a lot of times like I'll like I don't have there's very rarely that I'll remember a dream, but I remember that like it's the weirdest thing. I don't I know that I'm dreaming. I know that I dream or whatever, but I don't remember it a lot of times. But what I do remember is almost every time I've been like woken up like like I, there's been many many occasions and it's there's doesn't seem to be really any kind of pattern to it where i'll wake up with it's almost like i don't think it's somebody saying my name but it's somebody like going like wake up or something mm. like that like get up like kind of like somebody waking me up and that's i'll a, wake that's up a ghost <laughs> right is it, but like nothing else before that nothing after that no bugs coming out of the season the ceiling nothing landing on me like no creepy Luck again, knock wood, you know, whatever. Knock <laughs> you know, I don't want to, I, I don't want to, yeah, wood paneling. I don't okay. want, I haven't had any like uh, uh, sleep paralysis or any kind of deal with like that, but I've had experiences with dreams and, 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 you know, whatever that auditory hallucination would have been or yeah. stuff like that throughout the years of just like little experiences, but again, no kind of pattern to it to where, I mean, fortunately, I feel bad for the fact that you've had to, you've had growing or, or trans, uh, what is it? Like just different transitioning, uh, sleep paralysis throughout your life. That sounds terrible <laughs> to me. Deep seated trauma and just, it doesn't, no. Oh yeah. I got that too. I mean, there, I just joked about this last night. I was like, I said something about growing up in Florida. I said, you know, it really wasn't that bad. There's a couple years. I don't remember. I think that's trauma, but other than that, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, legitimately, there's like a couple years that I just don't we're remember blocking something out there. We're not, not going, <laughs> we're not going to get that. That's for the next show again. <laughs> yeah. That's we're going to have to have you back on just that. No, but like, so mine was like, doctors would say mine was a visual hallucination. Okay, but I don't have hallucinations any other time. I've taken acid. I know what a hallucination is. I know right. what when I'm awake. I know when I'm asleep. I know hallucination, and I know I'm not like that. That's and so I then I get like I try to think about how that could occur between the two of us, where you could still hear something in this physical realm mm-hmm. that you've heard while you were asleep. Yeah, whatever. Like it woke you up and mine will wake me up like the one on my toe. I kind of went like I I tried to like kick it off with my toe. I tried to just if it was a bug, I should just be able to kick it off. But it was like still attached kind of. Yeah. Did you feel it like when you kicked it? Did you feel it with your other foot? Like, did it feel like your like foot just ran off it or was it was like if my toes were like this, it went like this into my toe, into my big toe. (laughs) And I kind of went like, oh, I like kicked my foot like this to kick it off. And then it uh, and then it went like and went to the corner of my room and back and morphed through the ceiling. You're on another level of fucking dreaming. This I am no, because I've done Teach regular me. dreaming. For, <laughs> I've done regular lucid dreaming and stuff for so long that I think my brain is open to those kind of adventures. I like mm-hmm. to call it because it is. It's it makes me kind of like okay if like I can see things other people can't see. You're going on quests. <laughs> <laughs> like I like it, and maybe yours was like maybe yours was like an opening to something you don't realize you have, right? Uh, where we're like um, able to perceive events. Mm-hmm. that are happening in the collective unconscious that are that are real or or like some you know because if the matrix is real that could be real <laughs> yeah I, I have a, i have a, I have a weird kind of matrixy theory on ghosts in general and spirits i guess or afterlife or parallel or whatever is essentially where like you were it, it, it's a it's kind of a movie idea i had but it was where like uh a like when you're sleeping and you know when you have like a crazy dream where you're like 
oh, I'm running. everybody's running around and everybody's doing this. Like you're actually the ghost in their dimension. So, oh, yeah. and sure. you're, like people are running from you. They're terrified of you. And then when, <laughs> and when you see a sleep paralysis demon they're and they're like, where the fuck, whose house is this? And they're like, yeah. oh, she's just sleeping there. And like walking closer to you, like they're not being creepy. They're just terrified of you. They don't know what you are. I, or like, who's this person that I don't know that I have a crush on? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you like kiss someone and you're, <laughs> when you like kiss someone in your dream and you're like, why? I've never saw that person in my life. Who was I just yeah, who making was out that? with or something? No, that's actually, I really like that theory a lot. That's very interesting. It's, uh, it kind of makes me like, it goes to something I say where, um, uh, like I think dreaming is technically when you're, when you get to the point where, you know, and you recognize and you're lucid, like the way I am, that you're touching down in multiverses of yourself. Yeah. Of yeah, your yeah. other incarnations in whatever, because because this the think about that seven incarnations here on Earth. You, I think, you definitely incarnate on other planets or other galaxies or other universes or other whatever. Planes. Yeah, they other just, planes of existence. They just whatever. announced. They just found. I just what did I see today? Like I don't know some insane number of new galaxies that they just discovered in the, like yeah. eight hundred. Let's say, yeah. it's like I, okay. I kind of want to say like stop looking because like it's just can we just say infinite infinite, infinite. like it's just, <laughs> we don't know it. we can't when? grasp it with our human minds and they spent and it took them were like it only took us eight hundred hours or something <laughs> to figure out this data or whatever it was and it was like yeah well like I don't know we can't really figure out how to get there yet so yeah exactly. maybe, like, yeah so that's like okay that so can part. we get there like can we see it <laughs> like, no not really like okay you, you can know see they're on there a telescope though. yeah we're looking we're looking on telescopes like okay we get it i understand i can grasp the size of things in outer space are so huge that to think that we're the only we already know we're not the only just galaxy yeah let alone universe yeah. so so i think i like interstellar's theory of like time travel and existence if you've seen that mm -hmm. yeah uh so with that if your souls uh, souls are the same energy whether this body is dead or alive. That is, by the way, that would be my my least favorite incarnation to reincarnate behind books. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just like, hello, can you hear me? Is this thing I'm on? I'm trapped in books. Help me. <laughs> it sucks back here. Please help me. Pushing <laughs> books off the shelf. I'm not a ghost, I promise. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I, I firmly think that it's kind of like a... Uh, way to do that though like you said i could be the one behind the books trying to get the message through mm. to to my other self or just other people out through through the lifetimes that you've met or that are existing right now because souls don't energy doesn't know time and space the way we do a soul can just yeah link there yeah to this yeah, other place the your your whatever your consciousness is whatever it is like people say energy man it's or electricity it's, it's pure it's electricity it's, that it's fires real yeah that's stuff. a real thing yeah, it's tangible and there's, and there's a difference between, you can't yeah exactly it cannot <laughs> be destroyed so scientifically if you're, if you're able to like this this is the kind of shit that we're like instead of just being and i don't mean to sound like a fucking condescending piece of shit but like instead of just being like i'm going to put my faith in something if you legitimately actually like self-reflect and you really tr like try to think about like challenge what the fuck is like I said, oh, it's just an auditory hallucination. What the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like trying to like go on past it and stuff like that. You can actually really get a real insight of like what you actually do believe truly inside your heart. And like that's and you feel a lot less weird talking about it because it kind of makes sense. What you're talking about really makes sense of like. Look, 
I'm going to, I'll be with you on the soul. I do believe there is in this essence, a soul. Now let's talk about where does that energy go? You can't destroy it. Stuff like that. Like there's real practical questions that you can ask and answer here. Like, so like, I, I wish more people would kind of talk like us. And I, I think I was like, I knew it's going to sound like a condescending asshole. No, I'm, I mean, I, I know certain people will agree with the, these things and certain people will go, no, that's insane. The, the soul's energy of his grandma did not wiggle around the fucking sound. Then what the, the fuck happened? The, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Wind chime thing. Right. And, you know, and the soul energy didn't knock over my, my sisters from this dead lady's chair cushion that they ended up with. We're not going to tell the whole story now. We don't have much time here. Left. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that episode. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I really had fun talking to you about this crazy stuff. Um, we'll have to have you back on because we didn't get to a strange food you like, unless you want to oh, yeah. take another break and come back on. I'm, I'm up for one more. If you want to hit it real quick, I, right, I do have I it in mind. Listen, I don't mind going long. Um, it's fine with me. I will get you back on. Uh, we're going to clock out here, get a drink of water, get a bowl pack, whatever you people do in between, and we'll be right back. No, don't apologize. Thank you so much. We're back with Pat George. We took a third break. We'll call it third half like at Raven. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is a, this, how I said I was a hockey fan earlier. This is just, you know, this is the last period. Last period. I love it. I'm not even a huge, huge hockey fan, but I saw the Flyers one. I was like, go Flyers. That's right. Go Birds and Flyers. And go Birds, Flyers, Sixers. I don't know. Everybody, go everybody. Um, um, yeah. yeah we, we were, we were, you were so gracious to uh, extend your day for me to explain <laughs> the weird snack that I had in mind. Oh, yeah. Cause I like to talk about, I like to try different weird things and hear different people's weird takes on what, what it's something you eat that's i don't know maybe that maybe the people listening will either throw up in their car or wherever their office wherever they are or yeah, or maybe uh, try it out maybe they'll make it later that night because they're weird like you so what's pat george tell us <laughs> so, so mine is 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 in that same house we had neighbors uh, uh next door next door neighbors we call tampa them. good old uh, tampa yeah. st petersburg damn it sorry <laughs> so we uh it was, this is also where I learned about subtle racism. My mom uh, referred to them as the Vietnamese, uh, but she referred to their race, but not the like, fact like, that they're people. Like the Facebook, like when old yeah. people say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She did. She couldn't say the Vietnamese family. She yeah. just said the Vietnamese. So sure. they were very nice people. I hung out with their kids all the time. And um, they taught me about a snack that I, I still to this day have not heard anybody else having. Okay. So, uh, you know, the ramen noodle bricks that you get, mm -hmm. like the packets, right? Sure. I've heard, I grew up always making them where you drain the water and then you add the packet and you just eat the noodles. And then I heard about people eating them as soup. But when you I, said that like, it's insane. It's I know, I know, like these fucking weirdos, right? But get this. It's soup, it's made. <laughs> little Twee next door taught me a little trick where you smash up the brick in the okay. bag. Okay. You I've seen people do pack, that. You take the packet out, you okay. pour it in the bag, you shake it up. Okay. And you eat it like chips. My mind is blown. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Eat dry ramen? I feel like that's probably uh, consumed in prison quite often. Yeah, I think it it, it, <laughs> it, it may have been. It was. Now, we're not talking about the, uh, the cup of noodles. No, no, no. That would be weird. The, the square plastic packages you're actually the second person to bring ramen up <laughs> oh really yeah really and I, I realized i said the wrong episode number this is episode number eight welcome yeah. to the end of the episode <laughs> number eight <laughs> infinity 
if you um, caught that mistake, you win a free T-shirt. <laughs> I didn't introduce myself. We're it's fine. Everything's weird here. It's fine. Uh, Just put the name of this episode. Start this episode from the end. I'm so hungry that like. I'm not supposed to eat that much salt that's in a packet of ramen in like a whole day. That's too much for me because of my kidney transplant. Uh -huh. So like I will eat stuff like that though once in a while. I'm just like, fuck it, treat yourself. You well, know what I mean? <laughs> the only other ramen, like the other, I, I it's weird how many, like Swiss, it's like the Swiss army food in my, in my house because we could eat it. Like I said, just the noodles, the soup, the chips. We also, I learned later on about cheesy ramen where you, you put the ramen in there, you drain the uh, water, you put in a little, like maybe a tablespoon or two of butter, sure. and then a handful of cheddar cheese grated mm -hmm. in there with it and mix it around with the packet. Now you've got cheesy ramen. Yeah, my friend used, I talk about on my on the other episode how my friend used to do it where she would cook, put do the butter, she would yep. just put butter and cook it down and put like the seasoning packet in with the butter and just cook it that way and make like buttered noodle ramen yeah, basically. It's just, uh, I never, just I never did the cheese or heard of the cheese. I'm telling you. Um, but I did have um, someone tell me about this uh Korean soup, mm -hmm. mix, like pack that you get, and it comes with like a cheese that you sprinkle in there. Oh, really? Yes, and she made me get it. it's Kellen. Actually, I don't know if you've met James Moss's girlfriend, Kellen, ever, but no, I don't. I'm gonna look that up. It's yeah. <laughs> um. If you can't find it, let me know because I could send you a picture. She was like, sent me a pic, showed me a picture to look for it at this little market by her house. Yeah, yeah. That anytime, but, any type of new food like that, I'm I'm down for uh, trying any kind of because I feel like a lot of ethnicities kind of have very similar tastes or like, uh, like entrees at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they're like different variations on takes from the regions that they're yeah. all close enough. Some of them in certain parts where they're like like different types of Indian food or mm. whatever. There's all the different, but um. I wanted to ask you what when you ate the chips yeah. version, <laughs> the chips <laughs> version of the ramen noodles. Uh, what flavor did you? I I, don't, I can't say it anymore. <laughs> it, it's uh technically now it's been renamed as soy sauce flavor. Okay. It was the blue packet. I'm trying to. Or, oh, was it the O word? <laughs> mm -hmm. Which I which I, I if I may. I I argue, I argue, I don't think that was ever meant to be racist or hateful in any way. I think it was confusion from restaurants. I it was it was yeah, when when restaurant menus and think about how back far back, probably when do you think ramen started in the 70s or something? Like when the company actually started, because all that print yeah. the print all looked super 70s. They were like, Okay, well, this is not beef. It's not pork, <laughs> it's not beef, it's, it's not salty. chicken, it's not shrimp. It's the region that it's from, but it's not just one region. Like we just said, it's or well, that's the problem. Okay, so so I went. I was at a. If you go to a Chinese food restaurant and then they have, you can order Thai curry and sure. you can get Japanese sushi. It's, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't out of hate. It was the fact that we were like, oh, we thought that was that was cool. And my grandma still says it probably sometimes. Oh yeah, totally. Well, my like I said, my mom still says the Vietnamese instead. <laughs> so so there's ways of saying there's still definitely worse word. There's worse ways to say things. Like there's I don't think there's anything wrong with the word. And I do argue if if they don't want it, I'll take it because I'd like to be called that rather than Caucasian. <laughs> I'll take it. I I, I used to cool. I used to say something about that about that word because it's like I didn't what what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> just like uh 
but yeah but i i, I, I we, joke about the word actually because i with instacart we were talking about doing instacart uh, um the ethnic food style it's just called that on the sign and i feel like that's worse than saying oriental right it's, <laughs> it's kind of like you. weird it's weird to say like oh yeah this is the ethnic style like, like okay. oh i'm just looking for something for some ingredient i need <laughs> yeah, i need i need some kind of ethnic it's weird that, <laughs> There's the Eastern European aisle, and then there's still also like a an, a, an ethnic aisle. I think it's oh, a, not where I live. It's yeah. there's just ethnic, and it's everybody at there. <laughs> it's all that's <laughs> not regular American. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not hamburgers. Yeah, it's just. It's, it's not a, in. A, it's not a eight million uh, processed ingredients or whatever. no, I know it's still processed, but like, it's not a uh, your basic. If you need anything for any dish, that's not just made by Heinz or the ConAgra food group or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, it's, it's not anything by Goya, uh, Lachoy, yeah. anything like that. Anything that's hard, any, anything that none of the employees can say. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, if you're making Oriental food that night for dinner. <laughs> exactly. That was, okay. the, that was the flavor. I, I thought that was the funniest thing. I thought that I wasn't sure this is not the same thing, but I, I don't know if they this is why they changed it, but the cookie Samoa, they changed to the- they did caramel delights yes because of that's what hawaiian or something they're hawaiian people basically are some of them are samoan or is it something like that i forget like, what the yeah but it's also like i i don't but it's also like what but was it it wasn't saying like Listen, Samoa. <laughs> yeah y'all just... y'all are sweet and delicious people let me yeah. eat some of you <laughs> this is wonderful we love coconut don't you have that uh, yeah. like yeah, i think that's what it like boiled down to as it was that's losing. the problem sonia we're the problem that's we're it the problem. eating delicious cookies that little girls are led to sell for the <laughs> i will i will say that if anybody hasn't ever tried i i in reminiscing of this weird snack i thought of because i because I definitely like some disgusting things for sure. I like, you know, hard-boiled eggs. I love hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs are not disgusting. People not think they are, but, like, some people joke about it, but everybody pretty much will eat a deviled egg if they're at a party. Pretty exactly. much everyone will eat that. Yeah, and if you don't like, if you say you don't like deviled eggs, then that pretty much means that you don't like joy, I feel like. Yeah. Go on Eric Terrell's episode of this podcast if you want to listen about, if you want to learn about his uh, hard-boiled egg fetish. Uh, <laughs> I might um, skip that one. <laughs> I think he's ramen. He might be. He might have been ramen too, actually. So maybe oh, okay. You just you know, just skip to that part. Um, like ramen. I'm down for it. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, the ramen chips. I'm still thinking about. I'm. I. I like have a packet of the Bulldog brand downstairs that somebody gave me. That's the super spicy. Oh, like, that might uh, be risky. Yeah, I know. So I was like, mm, am I gonna try that? Uh, but I don't know. I also feel like there should be some kind of like there's there's ways to improve on it, but I've definitely never heard of anybody eating them dry like that. And, and like no. since then, but like for some for like a hot fucking summer, probably I was it was that and it was Andy's hot fries that summer. I think oh, it was a lot of salty chips. I had a friend that was that was the only snack she would ever buy was yeah. hot fries. Pretty yeah, much it. Was, it. Like it was just kind of like really. Once I started have once I had money at some at any point in my life, I, I started buying any snack that like just intrigued me even a little bit. There was kind of like warheads, any kind of like there was one, like, you know, there's trial and error for sure. But there once I once that kind of opened up the world like this was always an entree. This is not a snack. Now you can just turn it into you just crush it and it's a snack now. 
Like I can eat this anytime, anywhere. Yeah. I felt invincible, Sonia. So I mean, yeah. I like it. I feel like you might have consumed enough uh, deep fried noodles or whatever they are in there, whatever they do to them to make them in that brick shape. Yeah, they they do. I think they one brand. I don't know if both brands do, it, but they fry them. I watched Jeez. how it's made. That's really fucking cool. Actually, I did not know that. I would yeah. I would always think that if once I drank water later on or liquid, I was like, are they turning into soft noodles in my tummy? Oh no, I don't I know. Hope so. Maybe. <laughs> I I wonder if it's like McDonald's fries that like never truly digest through yeah. your digestive tract. It's That's just probably closer to unharmed. It. Yeah, if once you if the, there's a chemical process when you cook them that actually helps them break down a little bit more, but when you don't cook them, then it's just like gum. I just have yeah. like pounds and pounds of ramen noodles in my stomach. <laughs> it sucks. It's like I get it why they're so cheap because they're the worst food for you. They're literally deep fried and then so much sodium in those little packets. Yeah, like you just said, that's a that's a day's worth that you can, you're allowed to have. Yeah, like without dying. <laughs> like having a stroke, like potentially yeah. having a stroke or it's something. Terrifying. Like you know what I mean? It's like you can't drink enough water but they're delicious i don't it's i love delicious salty little soups i'm gonna i have that spicy one down there i was saving it for that's for my that's my emergency if i ever catch a cold that oh, i can't yeah. like just shake <laughs> yeah i think that is for in in this house it's a lipton lipton soup mix like the little pack like there's a pack yellow of kind yeah i know yeah. i think red the red box we do it's red like a red box but it's yellow like when you when you pour it in the like when you pour it out so it's like yellow colored yeah like yeah, seasoning yeah, yeah. yeah and they're lot. just like those are those are a good backup. Uh, any any hot salt, any hot soup will crush crush any like virus in the back of your throat. People don't realize that sometimes you just yeah. If there wasn't supply chain issues, we would have had COVID knocked out a lot sooner. No, just those damn little yellow, red Lipton boxes. Yep. <laughs> um, we used to, we used to get Mrs. Grass soup as a kid. Did you ever have Mrs. Grass soup? Grass? No. Uh. -uh. Mrs. Grass was the two blue boxes stacked like it was two packages like this. Mm -hmm. And they broke in half at like a, a, a dotted line in the cardboard, like a perforation, it was mm -hmm. two packs. And when you, it was basically the same, like the yellow with like the short egg noodle soup. You just boil it, the water in the pan. It gives you a packet of seasoning separate. Mm -hmm. So I like that one because you could add as much as you wanted yeah. instead of it being mixed in. But yeah. uh, they also gave you a little golden egg of flavoring that came in there with it. It was a little like soft. Like a little bouillon? It was a little soft jelly liquid Ugh. gold bouillon thing that was probably broth concentrate because i get that to cook with instead of bouillon cubes because you can yeah. control how much and it's a little less sodium it's um like like sp you spooned it out but i don't know it was just this we loved it because it you got to put the little i'd be like i put a little egg in <laughs> my mom would be isn't, like all right isn't that isn't that funny like how many like I, like I never had those uh you know those little uh sponges like stuff like that, but like little things like that were so satisfying. Like, like, oh, can I put in the the bay leaf, or let me put in the, <laughs> you know, let me stir the whatever. Can I? Yeah. I remember any of that stuff. Like, anytime you were given like a little responsibility, small like that, task. I, it was it was. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as sweet as your story, but I remember uh, when my mom used to let me flick her cigarettes out. That was pretty cool. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Like a little, it was like it, she when well, she used to visit the office she used to have to she used to do medical transcription at home okay and uh when we dropped the tapes off and i was too young to go to school i would go with her to the office so she'd hang out with the ladies at the office and smoke her winston light 100s <laughs> and uh when she was done with them she'd like when it was time to flick the, you know you, <laughs> the, yeah. she'd be like i'm like mom mom let me do it and she'd like and wait. she'd let you <laughs> yeah, they'd hit the puddle and go that's like, hyper trash that's yeah. hyper trash <laughs> 
yeah. but that's funny because I was just thinking uh, yesterday about how um, well it's going to come out on your episode I'm going to say it now I already told my brother I, I would probably say it on here found out I might have an older sister I never knew about so um, but what I thought about because she was asking me about our dad then at that point mm-hmm. and I was like trying to think of things to tell her and like anecdotes or something and I'm like I was like thinking like she probably thinks because he was he was a nice guy whatever he, he I didn't grow up with him my brother and sister did but uh he um would let me drink Heineken's <laughs> when I was like three <laughs> and I was like I'm cool <laughs> I don't yeah, know it's like one of those things it was a fun memory what are you talking about <laughs> I mean other countries do it and yeah. he's an immigrant so you're cultured like, okay it's not it's if you give little kids a small taste when they're younger then they there's less alcoholism it's proven because in other countries like uk and stuff it's less Dude, of a what about with you t- taboo i never had a, i'm not an alcohol i don't have the um addiction gene i consider myself very lucky lucky the disease whatever gene causes that mutation or disease or whatever part of your brain mm-hmm. has the addiction i i quit cigarettes just like because they were too expensive i was like no oh, nice too yeah. much money like you know what i mean uh i can't i've i've done addictive drugs in the past but i was never addicted i just like didn't care and would try everything because i was fucked up and whatever that's, was there but that's carmella sorry oh okay oh, yeah they uh... got cat visitors like the fucking tarot card ladies i watch on youtube <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i don't have the addictive i don't think but i i have more of a i think in our family we have uh, impulse control issues sure I so have there's that. there's like a i think there's a low threshold for reward systems or there's like a there's... I do it with food, I would say is my biggest like addiction, but it's not it's I can easily just change my diet if I really commit yeah. to it. I just have a sugar thing because I cut out like everything else since my transplant pretty much. I'm just like, yeah, you had to. Yeah, you had yeah. to to live. So yeah. I guess that's that's a lot. I guess when you're given that kind of ultimatum, I think when it's a choice, a lot of times I unless I'm like fully in my routine, like mentally and, and sat like I'm mentally sound, I definitely fall off the because I feel like the whatever it may be. Like I was talking about that earlier, breaking those, like breaking habits and shit like that, like that. I feel like that is, that's part of the, that's part of the, the negative part of it is the fact that like, I have, uh, like, as soon as I think of fast food, I'm like, oh, well, I, yeah, I'll probably just stop there. I'll, I'll, I've already lost the battle. As, as soon as we started having this part of the conversation and I was thinking about snacks and my problem with food, I'm literally in the back of my mind. I could hardly focus on what you're saying because I know I have little uh, mini cookie <laughs> sandwich, party oh. cake cookie sandwich with icing in the middle. And they have like sprinkles on the outside from Walmart bakery downstairs yeah. in the fridge. I have two left. And I was like, oh, those are. And they're in your head now. They're on the menu now. Like that's, <laughs> what, that's one of those things like. I didn't, I didn't even eat yet today. I was like waiting for the game to come on and I'm going to get some stuff going. Like I fasted for the game. (laughs) You fasted for the game. (laughs) (laughs) So I, yeah, I think there's like that weird thing, like where I don't, I definitely don't have, but I I eat and spend a lot of times emotionally. So like there's that, that kind of stuff where it's not, it's not like a, it's not a, it's not an addiction. It's more of an impulse. Like it's a, it's a Uh, reaction. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that's where the disease of addiction, my sister is recovery counselor, my one sister, and it really is, it really truly is. And I feel, I genuinely, if anyone needs help out there, you know, my, my DMs are open for that. My sister has a great, uh, she runs a great program where she works and um, whatever works for anyone individually to get through anything, 
food is one of the hardest though and i'm yeah. still thinking about different snacks that i'm like what else what else we got pat i'm, I'm so like, glad i ate before the podcast like because i would I would, <laughs> I would be definitely going through we would be just sitting here we would have talked the whole two hour two or three hours about like fucking zebra cakes you know what i mean like what what's just, your like, uh, what's your favorite like game day snack now that we're on the subject let me tell you uh i i love so i like a thing where i don't necessarily if i'm at the game right i like peanuts or popcorn because i don't have to look at it Oh, those are my two worst options, but really, because <laughs> you have to keep constantly touching it with your hands. And I have, oh, a thing yeah. With the well, yeah, I don't share it. Now. Yeah, it's me. It's me. And it's like, I'm at my seat. I'm doing this. I'm uh, in a routine, yeah. you know, like, sure. That's but, your choice. It's your choice. It's not. But my then <laughs> if I'm at a, if I'm at a game, like I like, a, I like a spread, but I love a nacho. Okay. What about home parties? Home parties, really? you know, oh man, I would, I would say. My go like game day like I really do I like easy stuff like that like I like like a a, a su- like a big sandwich okay. like a big like a big like a big, big ass hoagie <laughs> yeah big yeah hoagie like cold or hot you don't do it hot a lot you know what I mean but that and I like sweets so I like going salty to sweet to salty to sweet a lot of times like uh, so yeah. I'll start a quarter out with like a sandwich some cookies <laughs> then the next quarter you know what I mean same idea yeah I, I space it out but I don't. Um, drink. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's me too. That's, that's me my too. vice. So my food is one of my big, um, where I'll, I I'll mix up last night. I was just eating, like I got, um, fried ranch dill pickle potato chips. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they were wavy. And then I had, um, like dove leftover, like peppermint chocolate, little like squares from. Oh Christmas. yeah. Those little ones. Yeah. The little tinfoil ones. Yeah. Cause when I go out on Instacart deliveries, sometimes if I, I, uh, I like go to the clearance section like the right after the holidays and just like six bags like there'll be like forty four cents or whatever for the like you we know were what I do mean that this year for uh, Starburst jelly beans anytime it's Starburst jelly bean season we They're try to so stock good. up I got them for my grandma she's a big jelly Where'd you bean find them yeah. tell me what chain oh uh Walgreens I think oh, yes oh, yeah. uh, I don't know I've been hunting for them yeah but it's gonna be Easter soon or whatever I don't know I guess Valentine's Day too might have a version of those like all pink ones or something I bet. It- they're smart for, I mean, to me, seasonal snacks or foods, I, I'm a, I'm a, I they know got me. I'm, I am a trash piece of shit. You're- I know that I'm a trash <laughs> piece of shit because I get excited. I get excited for the McRib. I am very sorry, everyone. I, I'm going to say the one I, they've been bringing it back. I honestly don't even know if maybe I ever had one besides when they originally came out when we were little. It's, like, I don't know if I've ever really had one since. I think it's that. I think it might be the nostalgia of it. And yeah. it's really not that bad. Everybody says yeah. how bad it is. It's really not that bad. And I've I've had it since an age. Like the Batman Forever movie was coming out. They had the the prize. They had the song. Kiss by a Rose was playing. <laughs> this is random i was at the gym yesterday and i was on the bike and like i was looking at tv and like seal was performing that song (laughs) on whatever it was yeah for mcrib singing it to a mcrib (laughs) it's the anniversary it's they're bringing it back and that was the commercial well they they keep saying you know like it's when it's anytime something starts to have that exclusivity or something like that i always like those chocolate oranges around christmas oh i remember those yeah sometimes we would get them if when i was a kid i was like they are disgusting but then i got to one age and i was like where's the orange get the fucking fucking orange out here break that thing in pieces it's 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 first of all that's the sad you know it's satisfying to (laughs) smash it on the counter you have like this like soft uh, sensory uh experience of like a soft orange slice that's like 
like smooth instead of wet. Yeah. The, de- <laughs> the fucking detail that they put into each individual like little <laughs> slice of it is like it, it's a very impressive candy, if I may. So if, if there's definitely seasonal treats that I love that make oh, me sweet. like that are weird, I probably that most people like love to trash, but I like I like uh candy corns good. I like it. Uh, I like the one with the brown tips. Yeah, I um, like it all. I it's like all, that. It all one. has a place, you know. Sometimes my grandma <laughs> will get the mix with like the little ha- pumpkin in there, and then the little like if it's regular candy corn, there's a little pumpkin. There's what else is in there? I forget. It's like fall mix or something. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll even crush those. There's there's just so much that it's not ever. I always say about like whether it's like. I've said it about my like my favorite band that I may they're my favorite band, but I'll never ever say that they're the greatest band of all time. Sure, it's like people, it's one of those. People hate my favorite my band. band, like you know what I mean. It's like I get yeah. it. It's the same thing with my it's it's the same thing with my heat my eating uh style or or the my the menu that I have. I feel like is a lot of times it's kind of like it's mostly textures, and it's a lot of times it's it's really just I just like trash food sometimes, you know. I mean, if you're what you, you know, you know what, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I, and I feel like I, and I, I have that, I have that, uh, past just because a lot of times I don't, I don't do a lot of harder drugs. I don't do, I don't drink, a, you know, I don't, I barely drink at all. Like, I can't say I don't because I, I have, and I do. Yeah. Whatever. I I'll ha- I, I get it's not it. Like, yeah, I don't dr- like, it's, I can't even clock it. It's like one of those things of like, have you had this many drinks in this month? You know, like anytime you go to the doc, you know, I'm sure many times like filling out. They ask you on the farm. Yeah. It's like, do you have this many drinks? One to five. It's like one to five, whatever. Yeah. You know, days a week. Like, like no, not even yeah. that. Like not yeah. even that many drinks in a week. Like, no, I, my rule since, since last year, the beginning of last year, my resolution thing was to do like, I'll take a shot on someone's birthday. Yeah. Or, or when someone from out of town and everybody's celebrating and like a, you know, comes through and does a show or something i'll be like yay whatever and like one yeah. shot that's not worse than one tri- trip to mcdonald's that's how i look at it it's all <laughs> yeah. bad for you it's all poison a lot of it sugar is poison but i love it <laughs> that's the problem i have that's the problem i run into all a lot of times is the is the, the sugar part of it is like yeah. i know that when i once i found out you can drink calories I was oh, like, so oh bad no, like, that's what so I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, liquid is calories too. I thought it was just the hard stuff. No, I, I, I know, I know a lot about nutrition too. So it's like I know all the risks involved, and that's why I think I just let myself sometimes be like, I don't care. I bought that packet of those. There was these little cookies, those Walmart cookies downstairs. They're like literally. They're so small. It's like 250 calories in one little one. I could eat. You're so excited about those fucking cookies. I'm still so. I'm so excited. I've I've gotten to the point now because I I at at a one at one point I was I was like four thirteen. I was four hundred thirteen pounds at my biggest. That's pretty big, dude. I would say that's pretty big. It's huge. Yeah, (laughs) big time. And it was kind of like it got down to a point where now I've my my rock bottom or my like spiral has gotten so like if it's like oh my god i ate uh a kit kat last night you know past eight o'clock oh i'm a piece of shit you know what i mean my <laughs> my my bar has moved so much higher so like I, I i feel like cheat days is one of those things but my cheat days sometimes will turn into like cheat weeks sure. or or other things so it's it's I, building good <laughs> habits is always a good thing but also eating the fucking cookies especially when the birds are playing the birds I mean, are singing out there 
the birds are playing on there. <laughs> it doesn't even matter, but yeah, it's it's I that's funny you said you had you admonished yourself because I did that last night too. I uh had these little they were shaped like little tiny cupcakes in a box. So they had rows of flavors like lemon poppy seed and like actual cupcake flavors. And the one was like chocolate fudge. And I was like, okay, I'll have one of each, please. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll sample. Like I want to try each one. And then I was like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> After it. And you're like, like in relation to what I used to do or what could have happened tonight is like, this is pretty good. So it's, I, uh, it's it's a it's a learning curve. It's a uh, it's a progress. It's a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I've come a long way from from dry ass ramen now to to where I'm like I have like a a handful of again like I it's funny that I mentioned peanuts earlier. I have I got a bag of peanuts the other day, <laughs> and like again if I eat a whole bowl of them by myself, I'm like that feels pretty good. I feel okay. That's a lot of peanuts. It's <laughs> a lot of peanuts, right? It's like I everything in excess. Are you are you doing shelled or unshelled? Shelled. Okay, that makes sense with a bowl then, because I was thinking okay, of a okay. bowl out of a bag, like the You're loose right. ones. Yeah, I should have, I should have specified <laughs> to have a mount, just like eating it with a spoon. Like, yeah, oh, I like, love fucking this shit. Um, that and, and also, um, uh, uh, shout out to fucking Polars, like those seltzers. Any of those? Oh, oh okay. That's got me off. So soda was the biggest thing for me to lose weight. Like, I, I, I had a huge thing, even with like diet cokes. Man, you give me a fucking ice cold diet coke. Oh, mama, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm in heaven. I love Diet Coke with some ice and some fucking crunchy ramen. <laughs> Yo, oh, my God. That's like that's the food they eat. Idiocracy. It, it is <laughs> all chemical. Yeah, well, it gives, you, it gives you electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got electrolytes. I actually got used to diet soda, even though when I was a kid, I was like, this is fucking disgusting. And I couldn't because after my transplant. They made me drink diet Dr. Pepper to raise the oh. phosphorus in my blood, which is like, yeah. that's t doctors for you. When there's plenty of other ways to get it from foods, they just don't know nutrition. Doctors yeah. don't know nutrition. So they're just like, this is a quick way. So I got used to drinking that. It's, diet like, yeah, it's like they're MacGyver or something like that. Like they, we don't have any other way. Break open that, <laughs> that, that uh, convenience. What is it? Uh, vending machine. God damn it. I'm going to bring I'm up in my head now. I, I get you. I'm going to bring up a disgusting trash uh, alcohol chaser since I don't drink much. I'll do a shot. That's one of my things I like to do. To just like a quick. It's fun. Whatever. It's a little blast. Um, Diet Coke to chase Jameson is uh, what uh, Kyla. I don't know if you know Kyla. She used to always do that. Uh -huh. And so I'll always ask for like a patented diet coke chaser at the oh. at like helium bar and it's you think it's gross but for some reason it's just like because like whiskey and coke is good I, I went to a i went to a uh uh miami dolphins game against the cincinnati you know against the uh um cleveland browns one time <clears throat> we had great seats and i drank an entire bottle of tangeray oh my in, god <laughs> in the tangeray mixed with diet sprite oh okay yeah, yeah oh my right. stomach just turned hard tell you it what. Did a flip flop <laughs> oh you don't have a bottle of tangeray down there with the cookies <laughs> i i don't okay. know why. i was, a big I was gin such a gin for guy. a minute i was for a minute because i found out it's the least uh toxic like it's the least detrimental to your system of alcohol it's good for you yeah. <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> it's good for you it's good for you so I drank that and then drank a couple more uh, of those uh, of gin drinks in the stadium as well. And I don't remember going home. Okay. 
Okay, yep. well, that's a sounds like a reason to not be drinking alcohol currently. Congrats to you on being sober. <laughs> Speaking of diet chasers and <laughs> alcoholism, no, I know I I I'm anyone who goes sober. That if you're an alcoholic, I applaud you because that's a you know hard thing to do, and you're not you know like I can just easily shrug off and go, oh yeah, I just quit drinking for my health. Yeah. But like, you know, plenty of people don't. Plenty of people wouldn't. They would get a kidney transplant and just continue to drink and fucking be idiots. Or a lot of whatever. people do. And that's crazy. And it's really it is crazy. But it's 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 in, it's uh, it's very cool how mindful you are and how uh, health conscious you are, even even still with the your your tendencies kind of straying the other way, at least with the with some of the nutrition. You know what I mean? The I think uh, that, yeah. the fact that you're able to like keep that that like not just because so it keeps you alive we you you spoke about ego a little bit earlier like having like a smaller ego or whatever i feel like i have the the smallest amount of ego possible and it's literally just my will to live like that's, <laughs> i think that's, that's i think you've reached uh, nirvana i don't know what that <laughs> that's the amount of ego i have at this point i hope to where i get to the point where i'm like yeah i I don't think it should be treated like that but like whatever but like really like if it comes down to it like in jujitsu i found out that that's really the only thing is like I, I think i should just so i don't really try to take care of myself so i commend you for that like the fact that you were at least able to go like well i I'm shouldn't gonna... i shouldn't eat the fact that you know how much sodium is in a pack of ramen though is telling <laughs> the fact I that you're like many. i can have that in a whole day <laughs> I, I know too many sodium things because of the, how long i've had to have kidney diet but um uh, no, you just said something there that made me think back to the beginning of the episode about the ego thing. About the ego thing and um, the book, the Kundalini psychology book, and what I said at the beginning. And you said that you have like zero ego, and mm -hmm. that's almost the point where you're the type of person that then I think has reached that state where the individuation of each person is creating an ego. That's how this book goes into it the individuation of you as an individual you creating yourself is we all create an ego self as we're, we're born babies with no consciousness let's say mm -hmm. okay and you learn about people and humans and how we behave and you become this that's what this book is starting off on how you become this individual and if you have no ego then you have no principle of that uh hate that's when the, that's when you reach the state of pure love is when you have zero ego. So you're almost there. Maybe you're on your third. What did you say? Did you love or hate God? You don't have to tell me, but maybe you're on your last incarnation. I fear. Oh, fear. Fear. Oh, you're on your third. You might be on your third. I I think this might be my life le left last life in this universe. And is this this would be my last one too? Then right? You might be. You might be. Yeah. All right. I think we're yes, going to call. No more I think, life. Yes. Yay. Yeah. I, I like that note. We're going to end there. I want you to tell the people where they can find you. If they made it to the end here, congratulations. You're with the weird. Yeah. We appreciate you. Yeah. Where can, where can um, the people check you out? Anywhere. Uh, basically, anywhere you are Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, Reddit, Pat underscore George, but everything else, Baby Mermaid Productions. Baby Mermaid Productions. Yeah. All right. Pat George, uh, the cat came to say goodbye. Yeah, tell the cat, have so the cat do its socials. Yeah, uh, Clay, tell them where you can find him. I mean, theoretically, that cat should be able to join the local uh, school and go to school now. I think if there's yeah. trans cat, maybe you should look into that. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna look at that right now. <laughs> All right, take it easy, man. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah.